Hello and welcome to Ask Distract. This is the show where we squeeze the knowledge of Distract members of the team. This week, I'm joined by Craig Smith. Pete is not here this week, so I'm going to be hosting this episode of Ask Distract. And I do not know a lot about Google AdWords, PPC, SEO, all of those buzzwords that get thrown around regarding your role here in Distract. So I'm going to go right on like a basic level here of like what we're talking about today. I think it's good that Pete's not here this week because we can bring in some more knowledgeable people into the uh, podcast as well. (laughs) (laughs) So the first thing I wanted to ask is what do you look for in a campaign when when it first arrives on your desk? Uh, In terms of campaign, do you mean a brand new client that hasn't got Google ads or someone that's coming in saying, can you look at my campaigns? You know, can you optimize? Can you get more out of these campaigns than what we currently have? I'd say let's start off with someone that doesn't have an AdWords campaign right okay. now. So distract have signed someone as a client. Yep. They've decided, right, we think this could do well. Let's hand it over to Craig. What would you look at as like the benefits as to say, right, I'm going to focus on that as one of the areas that I'm going to drive this campaign with? Well, I think the key thing is, you know, some people think, oh, I've got this amazing product, this amazing service here. You know, I think this could really help everyone. You know, everyone's going to want it. But in reality, are they? Because we have to look at it, go on to sort of SEM rush, Google Ads keywords, etc. Type in the product, type in the landing pages and see if the actual service or product they're offering is being searched for. If it's not, and we think, you know, this product or service is a brilliant sort of thing that people are going to want, then you need to start driving awareness around that product to create the search. So you can display advertising, social media advertising, and there's various platforms where you could create that awareness, but that'd be sort of a long-term sort of project there where you're trying to drive the public's awareness of a product or a service, and then you can start building the campaigns for search around that. On the flip side, you could have a service there that is brilliant. People are searching for it now, but there's no competition. So then you'd start obviously building your AdWords campaigns, your display campaigns, getting people to come to your website. Uh, and again, on another side, there could be loads of search there, but massive, massive competition. And that completely changes the strategy then. So it's obviously dependent on budget, uh, dependent on the website. We could need to look at the website and go, look, we can compete on keyword level here, but in terms of website, we're just not on the right level. People come to your website and they're going to bounce. You know. The titles aren't right, the images aren't right, the whole CRO feel to the website isn't correct. So there's loads of things we do, and it's uh, you know it's very in depth. Uh, you know, there's advanced things we do. Yeah, you get you get basic, intermediate, and advanced, and you go through it all. And you know, the end goal is to get as much leads, as much revenue for that client as possible. Yeah, I suppose with most people, they come to distract because it's their passion project. It's something they're really focused on. Yeah. There might be areas that they think, oh, my product is amazing for this, this, and this. When actually, like, you can probably look at it and find out, actually, your product's selling because of this. So we need to focus on this because this is something that's actually driving traffic. I think that's completely right. I mean, sometimes you can be so immersed in a project that you're actually too close to it. And it's something, that's why I think agency works brilliant because you're not immersed in that product. You know, we get the knowledge from you and we've got an outside look on things and we are literally just targeting what people are searching for, what people actually are interested in looking for, whereas you might be so close to that project that you're thinking completely different. You're thinking, oh, they're looking for this, they want this, when in fact they actually don't. So we optimize, you know, from the start, we're just talking about there how we started projects. We'd continue to optimize 
day on day, week on week, month on month, to make sure we hit the right conversion rate. You know, we want a low bounce rate. We, we have all these targets in mind, and it might be something completely different to what you originally started with. That whole business plan might be scrapped in six months because whilst the pro product will be the same and the service will be the same, the actual way we go at selling it could be completely different. So with these campaigns you're starting, how do you decide on a budget for the campaign, like how much you're going to spend on clicks, how much you're going to spend to drive people to the website? Is it is it like based on competitors or is it just based on trial and error is it well no it, it, there's again there's various sort of techniques to this again as we spoke about earlier about SEM rush google uh, keyword planner and there's other programs such as like miles etc uh, they can give us an indication of what the average cost per click is what the average sort of search volume is per month but it just completely depends uh, we might have to go for a broad target at this. there might not be much search for it we might not know what the exact terms are in an ideal world you will get a campaign in the end that has exact search matches for your products, for your uh, categories, etc., or for your service. And we know then that that keyword, the exact match, will convert at 5%, 10%. And if we know that, and we know the ideal position for that keyword to be in, we can always be there for that. Uh, and when it gets to that point, you can say, right, if I spend £100 a day, I know I'm getting X amount of leads or X amount of sales per day. But when you're beginning, it's completely different. If, you, if there's not much research in terms of SEM rush or keyword planning, there's not much there to go at, you are kind of starting with, right, we're going to go, we know what the service is, we know what the product is, we'll put some broad keywords out there, and then we'll find out what the exact matches are. But that, again, takes time, because you're going to get a lot of search that isn't relevant to you, which honestly then you negate, and the search that are relevant to you, you need to give them a bit of time, because you could get two or three sales from a search in a, in a few days and think, right, that's the keyword I want. But what if it gets no sales for the next 60 days? So you really have to trial and, like you said, oh, trial and error, and it's a test. So a budgets, like we are talking about earlier, when you start a campaign, there's so many variables to it. Uh, so it completely depends. And again, it depends on what your target is. Is your target to drive traffic to the website? Is your target just to create product awareness? Is it to, you want 5% conversions for leads, or you need a 10% conversion value, you need a certain return on investment? It, there's so many variables and things that change all the time that it's very difficult to sort of say how we choose a budget I think it is on a client to client basis mm -hmm. so with you say these keywords where you you can bring one in that brings you two or three sales and then yeah. doesn't sell again for 60 days what do you do with those do you like do you always have these like separate campaigns running with these like random keywords for example to see if they do end up working or do you end up scrapping them if they haven't yeah, completely right. I mean, you know, there's broad, there's broad match modifier, there's phrase match and exact match, there's four different types. Uh, but also there's obviously different sort of uh, bidding strategies you can do now as well. So you can go for ROAS, which is return ad spend, you can have maximized clicks, you can have enhanced clicks, you can have maximized conversions. But what I like to start with is sort of like even a manual cost per click or a maximized click, depending on if I'm going for broad or, but we normally start with broad match modifier, which would you take sort of like a service or a product and take a couple of their keywords and do it so the search has to have them within the search, but other words can also appear. So then we can get a sort of feel of what converts, what drives traffic. But like you say, if a keyword doesn't, I'd usually say you want impressions first, then clicks, and then you see what they do on the website. So, and if it doesn't match all those things, that you, how you want them to match, then yes, you normally negate it. And obviously, every day at the start of a campaign, there's words that you 100% are not related to your product or service whatsoever, and you negate them instantly. So it's, it's, it's a process. It's 
I'd say there's depending on what the research available, you could start on a zero percent, you could start on a ten percent, you could start ninety percent of the way there and know that this product or service has only two or three exact keywords for it. There's no point in doing broad, you know, we can smash this straight away. But it's it's just a process. Depending on where you are at the start is how long it'll take to optimize. But again, like we say, no, there's so many variables, you could find it takes a week to two weeks to get from 0% to 20% on one or 0% to 80%, whereas another one could take a year. There is just so many variables. And again, competition is a massive part of that as well. And I suppose that some of these keywords, you could dismiss them early on because they haven't worked and haven't had any sales for let's say 60 days as the, as the like yeah. value. But could they actually have been a word that may have worked over time, but they end up getting scrapped because they haven't worked so far? Well, yeah, that's that, I mean, that's a good point. I think it's key not to scrap words straight away. It's key to keep them going because you could choose the wrong bidding strategy. If you've got a bidding strategy of return ad spend, say, and Google hasn't got enough historical data on your campaigns, these keywords might not work. But what if that keyword was actually driving early traffic? So you could look at your Google ads and you could say, right, this particular keyword has got no sales this month. But you could turn that off and suddenly it has a knock-on effect on your other keywords. So you need to understand that there's a, you know, assisted conversion. You need to be looking at Google Analytics here and seeing what keywords are the first stage keywords, the second stage keywords. The third, the, there might be four or five stages to when a sale completes or a lead completes. And you need to take into consideration that a conversion isn't just a final click. There could be certain keywords which are, I mean, we look at this a lot at the moment about question and answer. Google SEO. So if you created a question on Google Ads, made the an exact question, knowing that that's the initial research stage. So someone types in, uh, "What is I don't know HD on a TV?" and you've got that as a Google ad. You know that pe when people type that in, two weeks a month later they might buy a TV. If you've got that research, then that keyword itself won't have a lead to it. It won't have a sale connected to it. But that is the initial stage. So it's key that you don't just look at leads and sales figures on your ads and you look at the whole holistic sort of view of it i suppose that's really interesting from my perspective because i see if you're working like a google ad i'd see it as oh someone's searching for something to buy when in actual fact they could just be searching for something to relate to your brand to your products yeah i think it's key in today's sort of like marketing world to have to not just look at we're using google ads we're using facebook to drive sales and leads it's looking at the purchase decision sort of model and saying, you know, there's the initial research stage, the going away thinking about it, the coming back and probably comparing various sort of competitors, again, going away, comparing prices, and then maybe coming back and buying. And there's, that's a very basic level. There's, there's other sort of like uh, variables within that. And it's key to look at that and say, what channels can help me here? Would the initial stage be better being Instagram and Facebook? Would it be Reddit, Quora? Uh, would it be better to maybe drive ad Google Ads and SEO and try and get emails and then try and sell through emails? There's various different sort of ways you can look at it. It's key not just to go, I want sales and I'm going to use these channels to get sales. It's key to use all the platforms available to you to create the perfect user journey. I suppose that, that rolls in quite nicely because one of the questions I was going to ask is, <clears throat> apart from monetary value and return on spend, how, like, how can you judge whether a campaign is successful? Well, again, in Google Ads, we spoke about that a minute ago, I think, where we were talking about how keywords can have a knock-on effect. And I think it's, again, very important for each company within the business strategy now and the business plan to have your ideal customer user journey. 
and it could take quite a long time to figure that out. You know, you, you have to study the website, study analytics, etc., and see, you know, how long, what, what's the average time when someone first lands on your website to when they buy? Is it a day? Is it two months, six months? If it's six months, say, where you've got like a big lead and they're coming to do the research stage, the thinking stage, then you've really got to have a bigger outlook on how you're going to drive that traffic. So I think, you know, well, I mean, what was your question again? I've kind of gone off track there. Uh, it, was, it was about how to, how to know whether your campaign's successful oh, exactly, without yeah, looking again, at so, so we did speak about it. It's having that big outlook of a plan of how to drive traffic. And I'd say a keyword, for example, so your initial keyword, you wanted to drive traffic to the site and a question base on a research base, then ideally you'd have a landing page that answers that question or a landing page which has a solution for them, what they're searching for. And then you're looking at, are they spending time on the website? So maybe an average session duration. Uh, are we wanting them to go further? Are we wanting them to click on something else? If they want to go further down the website, then we're going to look, create an event tag and see if they click on that button we want them to go to. And it may, maybe we'd like, at that point, to gather emails. Then it would be an email sign-up as this sort of lead. So you will always have different stages of your ad, Google Ads, and it should be a funnel system, ideally. So how can like how do you get the clients on board with the fact that there are some things they're going to be spending money on that aren't going to be driving direct revenue, direct sales? Because I feel like that a lot of companies that come to us just they want to see I've put in this much money, I want back this money. So if they see a keyword that has spent X amount and returned zero, how do you go about conveying to them that that's the reason that it's there? Well, that's when we use sort of the top. Uh, conversion paths, the assisted conversions and analytics. And we you know, we can show through data that these, these keywords on the first click, uh, the second click could be SEO, could be direct. And we can see the third click is actually, and this could be again a week later, two weeks, three weeks later, is actually the converting keyword. So it's about highlighting and showing that data to the client. Uh, it's, it's key for them to understand that you're not giving, I say a thousand pound over for 10 keywords, and those 10 keywords turn to 10,000 pounds. It's key to show that the Google Ads campaign and strategy as itself, that will create your multiplier. It's not the individual keywords, it's the overall strategy. And is it harder to have a campaign where the user journey lasts six months rather than a couple of hours? Completely depends, and this, in a, in a say, an e-com world, say sort of fashion or such, then you expect that to be a day to a week conversion sort of window. Uh, in terms of lead generation, no, because the higher the value of the lead generation, the longer you have to sort of nurture them as it is. Uh, and the end goal of that is you could be spending 10, 20 pounds on nurturing that person, but if the end goal is 1,000, 10,000 pounds, then it's well worth that sort of journey. And it's key to understand now that if you're going for something which has a big value or a big impact upon your life it's a big decision you've got to understand that it's not an instant i'm searching on google i'm going to buy it like why what who in life does that who in life has x amount of money in their bank and wakes up one morning and goes oh, i know what i want to do today i want to buy an extension for my house types in google buys it from you straight away it's never going to happen you have to understand that there's that research process but you have to be there at that stage as well if you weren't there at that stage when they were thinking about it why are you going to be the person they decide to buy from in the end goal? So it is a longer journey, but you have to be there. Otherwise, you're not going to be part of that final decision. And how hard is it be, like, being a PPC manager at a 
agency. You have to work from like on clients that are accountants, solicitors, fashion, e- like any e-commerce. How difficult is it to change your campaigns depending on what area you're focusing on? Because you're not going to be an expert in in fashion, accountancy, solicitors, construction. So how do you go about making sure your campaign works even though you're not it's not your area of expertise i think it's because each individual or each sort of person buys in the same way it obviously varies on service and product etc but we all go through the same process we all go through the process of wanting something researching it probably realizing we haven't got enough money for it and then thinking oh do we need it do we not need it then going, yeah, I want it. I'll go back to search it. Oh, no, now I think I might see if anyone else has got it cheaper. I'll go compare the market now. There's always that process. And it's about cracking that for each sector. So, yes, you'd, you you could, get, I mean, marketing, you can get very lucky early on and you could crack it straight away. But in reality, it's difficult to do that. So what you do, you tell a client, you know, we're going to start here. This is going to be the target. Your end target in a year, you want to be here. So this first month, we're going to get you here. And then next month, we're going to get you closer and closer and closer until we reach that target. And I think it's key that it's not an instant press the button and it's magic, it happens. We have to create the campaigns. We have to analyze the campaigns. We have to see where people go on your website. You know, we know there's a user journey, but we need to see what this user journey is. We need to see how long it takes from session one to convert in session. And it will depend on sector. So we're not experts in the actual field and the sector themselves, but we are experts in terms of user journeys, converting those people as well. So it's just about bringing that together. So you almost look at the people before the product itself or the service. Yeah, understanding how the people are using that service and product uh, is probably more important than the product or service itself. Yeah. So a bit of a sidebar. I know that in business and marketing courses at university, Things like PPC, SEO, Google Ads, all of these buzzwords, they're pretty underrepresented in universities. How, like, how did you learn your craft and like, how would you suggest to other people go about trying to learn this stuff? Because I mean, from my perspective, it seems really challenging, really difficult and really complicated. So Yeah, well, for me, I went to university, obviously, and did marketing and not one of these things got brought up. We did globalization, we did accounting and finance, we did uh, creative advertising, which... To be honest, there's no creativeness or advertising about it. So it's very head in books. This this is, you know, facts and figures. That's what it was, facts and figures in books. And I think it definitely gives you a good sort of business knowledge, sort of a good foundation to build upon. What it doesn't do is give you any digital marketing information, any di- digital marketing sort of skills. So if you want to go away and do this, what I did was I started as a marketing assistant. And then I started sort of dabbling in kind of Facebook, Twitter. When it finished, this is when in the early days when it first started really advertising, uh, PPC, SEO. And then I had to actually go out myself and go on different courses. So I'd go on SEO courses, I'd go on PPC courses, I'd go on social media courses. And then it's just try and error. It's your own time. Like how much are you willing to put in? Is how much you're going to get out of it. If you sit there and think you can just play around with it, it's not going to work. You have to have a decent sort of basic knowledge of these sort of programs i mean you could probably learn the platforms in a day each they're not difficult platforms to navigate around or use but how to use them in a way i mean you can use them but can you use them 
that's the difficult part. So it's trial and error. You have to put a lot of time into these. But at the same time, you don't have to do all the platforms. You could specialize in just PPC, just social, just SEO. Each is an expertise to themselves and each is as difficult as the other. Uh, so I'd suggest find the one you're most interested in, uh, going out, maybe get going on a course, etc. but then put the time and effort in, do the research. There's plenty. We talk about digital marketing, it's there in front of you. Google is a world library of information. There's YouTube, there's blogs, there's, you know what I mean? You could go on Instagram, you're gonna find loads of information on there. It's crazy now how much is at your fingertips. And I think people aren't, I mean, people are a bit lazy sometimes, I think. It's all there, go out and do it, learn it. Because I know that when you come downstairs and Pete's like, right, we've got a problem with this, this and this, you're like, right, put the cost from 110 to 120. And it just, as a flick of a button, it starts working. Yeah. How do you like manage to get like the brain to know that that's something that's going to change the effects of how something works? Again, it's just, it's just try and error. Yeah. It's, there's no magic button. There's no magic blog out there or video that's going to say, this is how to do it. I think a lot of people think that. Uh, again, you could probably watch a video and think, right, I know how to do a keyword now. I know how to do an ad group and ad, but how are you going to make it work on Google? Google's a very complicated algorithm and you have to almost learn how that works and put yourself in their place to be able to kind of think of how it's going to work. Right, guys, thanks for listening. If you've got any questions at all, hit us up on Instagram at distracthq and we will see you guys in the next episode.